Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technicia. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of The Bright Side with Technicia. And we already on begun into the new year. So what does that mean? Have you started your New Year's resolution? All right. It seems like we just hey, got a little disconnection issue, but we're going to keep going on. But as I was saying, have you started your New Year's resolution? Have you done those goals that you said that you were going to do? Did you stay committed? <laughs> well, if not, then you need to get that extra plan started, right? But anyhow, here with me today is my guest, Raffaella Cap. She is a music artist, actress, songwriter. She does it all. She has too many hats. She's going to have the pleasure of talking with us about her new album, her single out, and much more. So if you have any questions for her or I, please do call in at 347-426-3751. Raffaella, thank you so much for taking out the time to be here with us today. How are things? And Happy New Year to you. Hi. Happy New Year to you, too. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. I will have to say that you are my first guest for this new year, so we start things off right, so that is a great thing. Now, I'm hearing about your new single you got going on, and, and awesome, by the way, your single and music video, Hurricane. Um, let's talk about, a little bit about it. What is so special about Hurricane to you? Where did the name come from, anyhow? Well, to be honest, I didn't actually write the song. Uh, I was in the studio uh having a recording session and I heard it with the, the two producer, the producer and writer that I'm working with automatic and Ebony who are husband and wife pair who write and produce for Sony music. And um, they were looking for an artist to give it to. And it really spoke to me. So I asked if I could have it. Like I just, I heard it and I just really felt this connection to it. Um, so for me, I was kind of just like stars aligning kind of a moment because also I was talking to Chris Rudd who raps on the song about doing a duet and, you know, working together. We were both just so busy. Um, So this kind of just kind of came up one day to hear the song. I was like, this is the perfect opportunity for him to rap, for me to sing and for us to collaborate. And it's an awesome song. And I heard it and it was just, this really cool voice for the demo singing about being this powerful force and, you know, not being able to be messed with. And um, I may look like this on the outside, but this is kind of who I really am, you know, kind of the whole thing of judging a book by its cover. And that's okay because I'm really tiny, five foot two, like, you know, very tiny, and I have, a lot of people misinterpret my power because I'm so tiny, so I was like, you know, I'm actually a hurricane, you know, so, um, and I don't know, so I, I really love the song, 
is the bottom line. And I just asked if I could have it <laughs> and make it my own. Nice. And they were kind enough to did to, to let me. And to be honest, it, I feel like more of a hurricane at the end of the journey with the song because I think I expected a lot more. Like I thought, if you, I don't know how to explain it. Like I had to really prove myself to to like to have this song right. and, and make it what it was, you know what I mean? So at the end of the day, I really proved to myself as a mom that I that I, I was what the song was all about. So it was really awesome. Right. You had to show them I'm not a small, nothing small about me. I'm actually, a, I'm a giant in all sizes <laughs> and, and performance and everything. But you seem apparently just listen to your music and looking at a little bit of your background. You are ambitious, up-and-coming performer, up-and-coming performer with Music ain't already in your blood. You know, you could tell, you could hear it, the power and the soul in your voice, and it's it's magnificent. It really is. How long have you been performing? My very first gig was at the age of five. <laughs> um, I was a little princess in The King and I at Airport Playhouse, and my mom was in it too. Uh, she was, she played my mom in the show, and... That was my very first gig, and I fell in love because who cannot fall in love with going to work with their mom every day and just singing and dancing and having fun and, you know, it ends with costumes and hair and makeup and performing and people watching a beloved show that they love, you know, and I just wanted to do it ever since, really. Wow. Well, that's good if you kept it going now, right? Just kind of like being in the middle of going from, I would say, probably – from from writing film into now you're doing your own songs and you're performing. Um, what does that actually take? Because that's a lot, you know. You're going from here to there. That's a mini hat. So what does it actually take to keep that transition going where you don't get bogged down with one or get frustrated? I mix it up a lot. <laughs> I do mix it up a lot. You know, I try not to get so hard on myself because this is a really tough business. Um, so I kind of just try to keep myself uh, surrounded by my special people, which I consider my mother, my sister who's out here with me. Like, my dad comes out here sometimes. Just my family, my cousins who are out here. I have this great aunt who loves to drink red wine and is just, the funniest person in the world so I love to you know make a few visits to her (laughs) and just you know keep myself grounded and just remember where I came from remember what's important you know and then I get inspired and you know if something gets frustrating in one area then I kind of leave it alone and I I move on to the the next thing you know what I mean like I was in New I'm from New York so I was doing a whole New York thing where I was going on auditions doing camera calls you know, doing that because that's where all my training was. And um, I was, you know, going, auditioning for Broadway, getting down to the very, like, the, the wire, um, where, you know, producer sessions between me and another girl. Uh, I did book um, an off-Broadway sh- show for, like, a little bit. Um, but it was nothing, nothing to do with singing or anything. And that was really it. And it was just kind of, like, tough and draining and the weather was cold, so I was like, you know what? And I kept being told, like, I was, you know, green, blah, 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 and I was like, I'm not going to subject myself to this. I'm going to kind of move on, and maybe this is not the right time. You know, maybe I have to grow. Maybe I have to whatever it is. So I came out here, and 
I started training out here, and I continued to, you know, take singing lessons, take uh, dance lessons to make sure I didn't lose that. And I decided to to write, you know, and that's what I did. I I um I wrote uh, the sh- short film Taking a Chance on Love, which has won the uh, has circuited the film festival and film festival circuit. And um, I also like started writing music, and you know, when it, I kind of just I don't know, I, I if I I don't get bored, but I just try to make sure I'm always. Uh, how do you explain it? Like, I'm always flir- like my, I'm always being, I'm always flourishing. Like, I'm always, I'm never, there's never like a dull moment so that I don't get right. discouraged or, or, um, <laughs> right. yeah. Never know what to say. Right. You, and that's what you have to do. You can't let, you can't let anything really get in your way of whatever you're trying to do. And the main thing that most of get in our way is fear. A lot of people, they say, oh, it's just reality. No, it's reality because now we're speaking of fear. And fear is a reality for most people. But that's what makes most people incredible, such as yourself. You live in life, music to your life is is very real to you. It's honest. It's a passionate way of things. So now that you're yeah. doing all this, so who who manages you now? I actually don't technically have a manager. It's my... It's, okay, you're independent. I have a, I have a beautiful... Her name's Maria. <laughs> Kat, okay. she gave birth to me. <laughs> and she's a beautiful human being who has been my... Like, we work together. Like, she's been the, the, the everything, the foundation for everything for me. My, my oh. mom, I consider, like, my manager, you know, like, Chris Jenner. <laughs> I call her Chris Jenner, but... um. No technical manager at the moment. Okay, I got you. Now, what is it actually like working with Grammy Award winning producers at Enrage Entertainment, your first EP with the Berman Brothers, and actor, comedian, rap artist, Chris Red? So the Berman Brothers is a really great experience for me because uh, I took matriculated leave from school at the time. I was 18, 19 when I worked with them, and I really had to prove to my parents that I did not need school. <laughs> and they, I, met, I, I went to, the, I met with the Berman Brothers, and at 18, 19, I was being taken to these incredible, ridiculous recording studios in New York City, and being put in booths where just the greatest of the great people <laughs> sang and did their thing, and um, and they were tough. They were two German men who were just super tough. So I really had to impress them. And it was, I mean, the music's cute that I wrote, you know. I was 18, 19 is my first thing. So I like to look at that as like, my, I don't know, I have just really fond memories of it. And I just, I'm really blessed for it because it, I feel like it prepared me for this, even though it's totally different. Um, it prepared me to work with Bruce and Ebony to kind of, because I kind of, know what I don't want to write. I know what I want to sound like. I know what I don't want to sound like. Um, I, I've i been through it once, so it's kind of like uh, I have a little bit of more, and I'm, I'm much older, and I have, not much older, but I'm older, and I kind of have more of a confidence level and know who I am more. And um, and I love this. I feel like in Raid Entertainment is a lifetime thing. Like the Berman Brothers Most. were great while I was there, and then Raid is going to be a lifetime kind of um team thing. I mean, it's just, they're just beautiful people, um, husband and wife and Blackbird, who owns Blackbird Dance Studio. She, um, I have 
dance lessons with her and anything, you know, like my upcoming show. We're right now we're choreographing together and um, all the people on the label. And um, it's really just everyone. It's just really beautiful, and I'm really blessed and grateful to be a part of it. Um, so. I am, too. It's, in, it's incredible. And like you said, it's a transition for you. You, you learn from the, you learn from great people. You had great mentors on your team. You still got them to this day. So that's that's very awesome. Because a lot of people don't have that advantage. You know, they go into yeah. this industry and not knowing what to actually do. You don't have any coaching. Don't have anyone to pay for coaching. So it ta- it really takes a whole lot of support with this. But it's so refreshing to be able to hear that you are actually getting that and. To know that anyone could possibly do, but you got to work your butt off. It's not going to come to you um, as a freebie sometimes. You really have to be dedicated to this type of industry. Now, between songwriting and performing, what is your biggest strength? I was just say singing. Um, singing, just like being able to take a song and sing it. People are like, wow, damn. Or I could do anything <laughs> all day long, you know? Or. You know, automatic likes to joke. Like we went, um, we went in and we recorded this song. The whole, the whole label, um, like everyone on the label, which is a bunch of young people, and it's really cool, all up and coming artists. And we recorded a song that, uh, again, Ebony and Bruce wrote, and another young girl called "Live in Peace," kind oh, of our awesome. version of "We Are the World." And I just, like, I went in there and. And I was like, can you sing this? And I just sang it in, you know, one take. Or can you sing this? And, you know, and he was like, oh, you know, Rafi's got a single. They call me Rafi. He's got a single coming out. you got to watch out. You know, I just like to think that I'm, I like to try to think that my strength is my voice. And the fact that I have been training for so long that it looks like it comes so naturally to me. But it's just like it's all my hard work <laughs> or it's just all my training paying off kind of. So I think. It's just my voice. My voice, really. Hey, well, that's a good thing. And it's a good thing you're enjoying it tremendously. It is. That's good that mm-hmm. you are enjoying, enjoying it. I mean, it, and it's a lot of benefits that come from writing, uh, especially 100% of your own songs. You know that they're yeah, yours. I like writing. Right. I do. You don't have to worry about anybody else's input. Yeah. I do um, like I, it. I, I just, just like it. Right. I would say, and probably from a business standpoint, I would always say it's probably better too anyway to have more percentage than less. But at the same time, you know, it's 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 still a lot to learn, but it's good that you do have your own input. Hey, these are actually my own words, so that's good. No one else is doing it for you. Now, what else is next on the list, Raphael? We got the new single out, Hurricane. So what else is in front yeah. now? So Hurricane is out is, is just as a single right now, and then I'm working on my EP, which will be I think it'll be four songs, and so I'm working on writing that, which will be out in 2017, and I'm practicing and rehearsing for a live show, which will be in Los Angeles, and hopefully it'll be at the end of January, beginning of February. That's the goal. I'm not exactly sure where. <laughs> But it'll be at one of the venues, you know, like the Roxy or uh, Whiskey A Go Go, or a few of them. And I'm just right now in the process of uh, I have a set together and just putting together some dance moves and you know and all that jazz and rehearsing and that's what's next. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! You already got yourself squared away, just about. So that's real good. Yeah. I'm hoping for 
I'm hoping for the best, and hopefully probably when you get that done, we can end up having you back on the show to give further updates to see how you're coming along with your music and everything. Have you, I, I guess I want to ask this question, have you ever hit any crowd performing live where you get that that blank look and it takes something to just get the people going? Um, Not that I can remember, honestly. Um. I try not to, you know, when you perform on stage and there's lights from, you know, uh, lights on your face, you can't really, like, I can't really see the audience, which is a great thing. It's great. Um, <laughs> um, so not that I can really remember, honestly, um, every, 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 every time I performed has been, like, really great experience, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Right. Hey, that's the best way. You can't do nothing but be honest. Now, in performing, what type of gear do you use, as in any specific, um, maybe guitars, any type of other equipment that actually that you specifically need or have to have? Um, well, this is my first live show ever as, like, a solo artist. Uh, okay. I just... Um, you know, a fake version of American Idol at my high school <laughs> when I was in high school my senior year. It was called Sable Idol or something like that. Um, but this is, this is my first solo show ever. And right now it's just going to be I'm still figuring out the details. I'm not going to, not in this show at least, I'm not going to be doing the guitar or the piano or anything like that. I really play the guitar as much as I play the piano. I played for quite some time and Hopefully that's something I can incorporate uh, in my show. But this this show, it's just kind of like putting myself out there, and I'm just going to be singing. And I got uh, two backup dancers for Hurricane. Not backup. I have two dancers for Hurricane. And I'm really excited and grateful that they're a part of it. And I, I should probably be back up to them. <laughs> but that's what I have for this show. It's just getting me fun and just be putting myself out there, kind of feeling out LA because I've never done it before. Right, but you're going to do, I think you'll do well. You still got that backup behind you. So there is no doubt in my mind that you're not going to do any better than great. It's going to be perfect. It really is. What advice, what personal advice would you probably give to someone wanting to pursue this type of career, want to be an independent artist? Uh, Don't give up on your dreams. Don't listen to people who tell you it's not possible or it's never going to happen because those are people who have given up on their dreams, but you have to work really hard. It's something that I do every day. I wake up and if, even if it's just an email or a phone call or something, I'm all, like there's never a day that goes by where something is not moving me forward with my career or happening, but you have the hard work. You never give up on your dream, but you have to know that you have to work for it. Um, and just, yeah, to just, I just really believe in following your dreams. I was always someone, you know, coming from the theater industry in New York where it was just, they not to be me, but it was just a bunch of people who were just really frustrated. And all I heard was was that this was never a possible thing to ever take it further. And just, I always believed that. And it still sits with me, but I try, I use that as my motivation, my fire to kind of, inspire and show that you can, like it can happen it can and to just keep your head up and 
put you first and I don't know <laughs> take care of you but put I, I I just want people to never give up on their dreams but just know that it's not easy. It's not. And every hardship you and, go through is a test to see if you're really capable of doing it. Oh, I'm so glad you said it. You said it. You couldn't have said any better words than those. People have to understand that it, it takes faith, it takes dedication, it's work to get through that. And I don't think enough, sometimes enough of these musicians, they, they put enough value on this aspect of their music or any, anything else, but you have to really be mind focused. How do, yeah, I guess, what would you say to actually get people to take you seriously as a musician? If I was talking to someone in the industry, what would I say to them? Yes, yeah, someone or, who may be in the industry, because I know a lot of people sometimes would tell, say that, um, you know, they don't treat their music as a hobby, but you don't get treated like an actual musician. No one takes you, oh, you, you're playing around with it. You're not taking it seriously. So how do you get someone to really take you on seriously to know this is what I want to do? I'm not going to my mind at the end of the day. Uh, well, honestly, it took me to get to this place now because people were like, oh, you're you're too green. You're not taking it seriously. You have to dance better. You have to have a better music book. You have to understand who you are better as an artist when it came time to, you know, writing and recording music. Um, so, I mean, I did face that. Um, you have to, you know, who are you? It's not clear. You're all over the place. You know, the same thing with acting, like, who are you? What's your type? You know, it's not clear. You seem all over the place. Like, it was constant feedback of that. Um, so I finally, uh, I feel like now is my time. Like, I finally have, I've, like I've said, I've been doing this for a really long time. Um, you know, but professionally and putting myself out there and like, hey, I'm going to do this and I'm going to make my money this way. I, like, right. at age 17, I started doing it. Um, I say it's a 10-year journey. And, you know, the more you practice, the more you do things, I'm just pursuing it professionally. Like, I was already right. from 5 to 17 already doing theater, dancing, singing, um, short films, you know. Um, but, you know, my dad always says that it, 10,000 hours and you're a master and I've definitely reached the 10,000 hour point and I think people are finally coming to a point where where I even surprise myself and they finally I mean there are always things I can work on like I can definitely like you know automatically like you got to be a better dancer you know or you gotta like I like to show up to my recording sessions and you know like leggings and Kez and a t-shirt and he's like dude you gotta like <laughs> you gotta you gotta you know kill it when you walk in the room and he doesn't mean anything bad by it he's walking be the best that I can. So, I mean, I, what I'm saying is I, I finally come to a place where I feel respected in all my training and hard work, and I've figured myself out. I know who I am as a recording artist, who I am as an actor, and where I stand. Um, I know I, I can go back to, you know, New York and kill it and have that confidence that I've never had as an 18-year-old. Um, so I feel like people, I feel like I sense, like I get a sense that people kind of respect me more and they kind of understand that I understand myself, <laughs> you know, besides, with the, with the, you know, my few, imper- like with my imperfections that I still and always will have. Um, yeah. Right. But the, that's, that's all to be expected. I mean, and the one good thing about that, 
you also, you got to know how to make those connections. You have to be aware of your surroundings. You see something, jot it down. Take notes all in your head, everything. Every little thing is important when you're trying to get out there. And I would probably say, if you probably agree too, Raphael, when you're going into the music industry, like how I always thought image was probably an important thing. How important is it to you? How important is what? I'm sorry, I missed that. Um, no, that's all right. How important is image to you as if, as it refers to your music? Very, very important to capture like a like a like brand yourself. Um, right. And your image is part of that brand, so it's very important. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I have. It's it, it's very important. But I so when I go to the recording studio or record, I just kind of like be comfortable but that's kind of my signature thing in a way and it's in a simple way like i I wear off the shoulder shirts leggings and jeans kedzer and boots i do some crazy cat eyes and have some (laughs) i mean that's just me like every day you know right but um it's it is important to have a quote-unquote because it's part of your brand um right and and, and Right, and it's so easy, especially because now we're living in this time when it's so easy to connect with your favorite artists uh, via Facebook and Twitter, connecting with artists of of a sudden feels so much personal. You know, we go everywhere now. Everybody's in the spotlight. You don't even have to be a celebrity. You're in the spotlight. You're like, oh, my God, I'm on social media, and everybody's in my business. So I think, it, you know, like you said, it's the first thing people see and the lens through which they view your music, you know, that's how people feel. I'm, I'm connected. I see how you dress, and I'm connected. Me, on the other hand, yeah. I just love a good tune. I love a good tune. I love a good beat. If you want to dress like a clown, you go right ahead. I still will listen to your music <laughs> to this day. <laughs> but um, so tell us, before we get off the air, my darling, where can we actually find you? So you can find me on Facebook. My uh, Facebook fan page is Rafaela, like my name. I'm also on Twitter, Ella Bella. That's what my family calls me, Ella Bella. And my oh, Instagram, it. too, is Ella Bella. Um, so I'm on there, both as uh, Twitter and Instagram as Ella Bella and Facebook as Rafaela. And that's where you can find me. Well, as Rafaela said, this is something that you have to work hard for. There's a lot of work to be done. You probably feel like you're working your butt off and getting nothing in return, maybe for years, but eventually if you work hard and consistent, you will begin to see payoff. And before I leave you, my listeners, I want to leave you with this truth for the day from our friend Mary Ellen. Be patient with others as this will increase the chances of getting your needs met. Pause a moment and carefully consider how your choices may be impacting another. Seek to find how you might assist them in their needs. Slow down and become patient when it comes to having your own needs met. Give your time to others and consider how your actions may be affecting them. It is easy in our society of technology to feel rushed and pressured. Put aside your haste and connect to people. Today, respond with thoughtfulness and consideration for others. Enjoy the day, everyone, and thank you again, Rafaela, for being here. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You are so welcome. (laughs) And I'll see you next time on the Bright Side with Technicia. God bless.